It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, I'm going to give you guys fair warning. I'm doing something different this week, recording wise. Uh, is that mm. bad? What no. What that uh, mean? Um, it, uh, so last week, somebody remarked, because I mentioned on the, on the episode how it was going to be hell to edit, you know, because... Um, we lost Spencer twice because everyone's bad at this. Um, and so this week I'm just not going to edit it at all. I hit I hit record um, right wait, as I joined the call. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Let me just yeah. start this call over the fuck again. It's already breaking up. Jesus fucking Christ. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> hey, you remember that time we couldn't even, we couldn't even get through you saying uh you were just gonna say fuck it all yeah because the shit was already breaking yeah people yeah. are like, it, people it's are, so it it's so bad you can't even give up without shit breaking pe- people are gonna people are gonna think that was staged if that worked too well <laughs> jesus fucking christ are you better are, are you better now <sighs> maybe okay. We're already we're live by the way. This yeah. is all this this, this is, is all, the intro. This is all real. Welcome to Welcome. the Shutdown Realness. That's down full cast. That's that's absolutely great. I'm Just Ryan great. Nanny. I'm uh, Jason Kirk, I'm the Spencer Hall of this podcast. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm 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 Jason Kirk, the Ryan Nanny of this podcast. And I'm Jim Bankoff. <laughs> I've been here the whole time, motherfuckers. Hey, boss, listen, got a few <laughs> proposals to slide uh, your way. Approved. Shut down full cast the I movie. Approved. Think... <laughs> I was going to down... say, I think we should, we should start a college football podcast. Shut down full cause... cast the video game. Approved. Oh, it's so many losses. Just losing <laughs> every level so damn hard. It's the shit is Battletoads. Done and done and done and done. You get a show. And you get a show, and you get a show. We'll, we'll get what, three podcasts out of this one. That would what, be the way to distinguish this. Like, that's what that's what po- that's what the podcasting industry is. It's like, hey, what if television networks never said no? <laughs> I don't think any television network is saying no right now. By the way, fair. I mean, there's so many of them. They they got time to fill. Shout yeah. out, Young Pope. Young Pope. Have you watched Young Pope, by I the ha- way? I haven't because, as as I have as I've said on Twitter, I don't want to watch it because I just want to experience it through Danger Guerrero's recaps. I know he I goes by is... his real name now, but he's Danger Guerrero forever to me. Uh, yes, Brian Grubb over at Uproxx, who yes will always be 
forever, Danger Guerrero. I have not watched The Young Pope because I, I don't have HBO and I don't know anyone who uh, has just a pass that they're willing to send me a login for HBO Go that they're willing to send me if they would be willing to just drop that in my email, which is Spencer <laughs> at SBNation.com. I don't know anyone has one of those, so I haven't watched The you Pope Be Young. Now you have to check your email, stupid. I like that you did work email also. <laughs> oh, no, no. They're not getting the top shelf stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, no. That's the one, that's the one that I, that's the one where I get the emails addressed to Dear Liberal Cuck. <laughs> Not many people know Spencer's uh, Christian name, but there it is. Liberal cuck. <laughs> you know, liberal cuck does sound like some kind of like Kansas politician in 1905, sure. right? Or FCS transfer quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Liberal cuck coming in for the fourth quarter. <laughs> He's thrown the ball eight times this year. No touchdowns, two interceptions. <laughs> He's a walk-on. He's a coach's son, so he understands <laughs> the game. Uh, we don't like those smart quarterbacks, dang it. Um, um, yeah, that's so I don't have anybody who sent me a login, so I haven't watched The Young Pope. But I have read Brian Grubb's recaps of The Young Pope, and let me tell you, it's probably the best show I've never watched. It, mm-hmm. is, it is the best show that I will never watch. All I know about it is I've seen a gif of him saying, I am the young pope. <laughs> and that's enough for me. <laughs> Done. Like, like, like w- at this point, wouldn't watching it be disappointing? I, where I do you go from there? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. Though. Well, we lost. Have see? a moment where. See? <laughs> yeah. See? It's happening right now. We're losing him. Fuck y'all. Everybody out there. Oh, shut down full cast sounds like shit. Oh, y'all got the assiest podcast. Oh, this audio quality straight garbage. Sounds like Jason's in a silo full of Wolverine spitting wasps at him. Fuck you. Oh, I sound I sound good. You do sound no, good. No, he sounds he sounds great. I'm the problem. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> what are we um, what are we talking about this week? Because I did just spring this on both of so- you. And we have no prep. Uh, well, Bama needs an offensive coordinator. Of course, by the time people listen to this, they'll have hired one who will have already left, and they'll be in the market for another one. So this will still be timely. Um, Steve Sarkeesian has left for the NFL. I don't recall which franchise he left for. Mm, no, that'd be the Falcons. That'd be, that'd be the Falcons, Jason. The whom? Uh, that'd be the Atlanta Falcons. The the. Uh, is that it's a, it's the Tampa uh, Bay it's the Tampa Bay Bucks alternate jersey. It's like their fake ID. <laughs> yeah, he uh he's going to be a neighbor of ours. Um and it'll be up to Spencer to navigate him through um through the city nightlife. Yeah, I will show him I will show him all of the places that Steve Sarkeesian sh- should go, which would be um where I go, which is home. Home. And in bed by 10. That's where Steve Sarkeesian is moving into Spencer's house. Hollywood yep. swinging. Everyone needs a support network, and I plan to keep him on the straight and narrow by having my two small children beat him. Steve is now Spencer's nanny. It's The nanny! It's, it's nice because, you know, Spencer got a subscription to Consumer Reports today, and the way mm. this played out, it feels like Nick Saban... Um, got Steve Sarkeesian and was like, all right, I have 45 days to decide keep or return. <laughs> and nope. The warranty. I, have, I, I would like to return this. Please put it out in the open box section of Coach Best Buy. I will tell you what, man. The results may vary, but the return policies on Pete Carroll coaches, they're, they're outstanding. Mm-hmm. You can always bring them back. Nick Holt, Lane Kiffin, Steve Sarkeesian. Just a just a great record. We will we'll just forget Clay Helton. He's he's irrelevant to this whole thing. The question I have that that goes unanswered: are, are there any shows that actually say the name of the show in the show regularly? Frasier. Well, I mean, yeah. got you there. <laughs> Dang it! That's why he's an attorney. Yep. You, uh, don't, don't don't try that shit. Don't well, like break in breaking that shit around here. 
And Breaking Bad, they never said, right? We're Breaking Bad. No, no, bad. It, it, uh, they do say it at some point. They, Jesse says it. Jesse says it. He says, yeah, what, are you just going to break bad? Right. Yeah. Did he did, did he actually say that? See, yeah, he does, yeah, look it up. See, Spencer, the thing is um, that you're required by law to say the name of the show at some point. I was, because I, I, yeah, I mean, I can't think of, like, a lot of shows where they actually did that. Like, in Lost, where they, like, we're... Like Game of Thrones does it because it's like a whole phrase, right? Um, yeah, the, yeah, and that one I will never forget. They say, and now it is time for the ultimate game, the of Game Thrones. of Thrones. And then there's like a dragon. That's right. Dragon starts beatboxing. Um, there's a little dire wolf and what? You know, like in Cheers, they never say Cheers. That's, they do though. I'm sure they say no. I, no, I, I no they say no, they say Norm instead. Yeah, like like, it, like in the office, they say we're gonna go to work at the facility. <laughs> the, I I really wish they had just spliced in in like season six when no one was watching in the middle of like episode eight, just somebody looking right at the camera and going the office, the office. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, some of it depends on the name of the show because like if. If you had been watching Stranger Things and one of the kids had turned to the camera and said, we're experiencing some, I've seen some Stranger Things, like, or, hey, look at this abandoned suitcase full of Stranger Things. That'd be pretty on brand for that show, though. Because, that would be, too. like, in that show, someone at some point has to say, I've got a bad feeling about That's this. True. That's true. Yeah, and somebody also has to go, Crystal Pepsi. Like, they just have to keep throwing out, like, retro things, because that's... Stranger Things is all of these like balled up sort of like somebody could just there's a like here's a Stranger Things scene. We can build a Stranger Things scene, by the right. way, in about 30 seconds. All right. You ready? Mm -hmm. One, a children's basement. Yeah. Right. Like children's basement setting. OK. Uh, two, identifiable piece of 80s uh, technology or game or toy or something like an etch -a sketch or a light bright or something. Yeah. 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 Just go to BuzzFeed and click random. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that's number two. Uh, Neverending Story is on in the background on right. a VCR, not a DVD player, sure, right? Sure, so Neverending sure. Never Story is back there, right? Sure, sure. Also, uh, adults aren't real. There are no adults on Earth. Uh, nope. For Terrifying Horror Beast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Terif Terrifying Horror Beast. There's number one four. of those. Number and four. then a board game that uh, you're sort of familiar with. Like, it was D&D last season. I don't know. It'll be like Shadowrun next shoots, season or shoots something. Shoots and ladders, yeah. I think they got to go. They got to go. Uh, Mario one. Okay. Mario one. Okay, yeah, because that's a big break. So there you go. And um, let's see. There's some high schoolers uh, like having thwarted sexual adventures somewhere two stories above them that have bad consequences. There we go. Stranger Things with like a foreigner with like a foreigner song playing. And also, the key to finding love is to be the, like the creepiest, scummiest weirdo in the woods that you uh, possibly can be and that'll work out for you you know what though the intro is jamming don't care don't care sure. that, that intro bangs wow yeah that's right <laughs> you look like you, it sounds like you're gonna sword fight you know they're gonna do one of the 90s though and you'll realize sword what fight awful... with like lasers <laughs> yeah yeah they made a movie about that actually Did yeah they? you're gonna you, you're gonna do this and they're gonna do like the 90s nostalgia show and you're oh, gonna hate you. Oh, you're gonna hate yourself. You'll be like, man walks in in huge jeans, Jinko <laughs> <laughs> so things, and like the whole thing is like a parody of Scream, which is like, oh, this is god. so fucking redundant. Oh god. <laughs> um, why did why, why did we have that decade? Yeah, Stop. I don't know, man. I mean, they'll, they'll be like that. They'll be like, mm, it's like the ironic scream. Like, no, you didn't. You didn't really get scream. <laughs> yeah, we're we're at the oxygen bar in our enormous pants, listening to <laughs> Limp Biscuit. <laughs> oh God, did you hear Tupac died? That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I. This is the other question I have about the Alabama offensive coordinator position. Oh, right. That's it's, what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, man, I, look, look, listen, I know the train's off the track. I'm sure. building a new one. We're just, uh, we're just starting this railroad over again. You're good. You're good. But my question is that after the 
after the two offensive coordinators from the USC tree, right, who opened this offense up, and at one point, Lane Kiffin was basically just running like this kind of, you know, zone read, almost Auburn-looking offense at one point, right? Mm-hmm. Interspersed with some, like, super obvious Lane Kiffin kind of Norm Chow-looking stuff. At one point, uh, he gets Steve Sarkeesian and then ditches him. And is this the point where Nick Saban just says, like, like, does he go left or does he go right? Does he continue down this track or does he just say, you know what, I've, I've had it with trying to keep up with the Clemsons, right? And I'm just going to play the most staid, clock-burning, run-first, boring type of offense imaginable. Like, which way, so, does, it go, which so way does it go from here? Th- does he consolidate his base or does he try to reach across the aisle and continue building a bipartisan committee? And 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 playing progressive football. Well, let's look at the world uh, as it's playing out today. <laughs> so so we're going to be running the ball, aren't we? It's going to be worse. It's going to be worse than that. I think it's going to be like when you play somebody in Street Fighter who just blocks and just tries to catch you in one counter. Like they're just going to play defense the whole time. If you punt, oh, yeah, they're you're just going to punt it right back, and they're just going to be like, we're just playing for pick sixes and fumbles, run back. That's it. Bama's Bama's guile now. Bama's mm-hmm. fucking guile. All he's going to do is just charge up that flip kick. <laughs> That's it. Nothing else is happening. Because I kind of think that, like, maybe Clemson beating them like that is just the point where Nick's like, well, I, I can't. That's I can't do. I can't do that anymore. Just do you, really, do you uh, think it was that, or do you think it was how they beat Clemson? It was also the way they beat Clemson the year before, though. Like, yeah, I don't. You know, like, either one's not cool with them, right? Right. And also, Guile's flash kick is like incredible punting form. <laughs> Just pow, pow! Man, please somebody make that <laughs> gif, please. Thanks in advance. <laughs> can we can we set Yay Alabama to Guile's theme? Guile theme. <laughs> Holy <does> shit! <laughs> <laughs> I want Rammer Jammer set to da 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 da. Can I wander down to a wandering grave? Um, yeah, like I I don't think he was comfortable with um, either one. At all. I don't think it was anything that he wanted. Um, well, we can, I, don't I mean, it, have you, you've, you saw the list of Nick Saban OCs at Alabama, right? Do you want to go through it? It's long. Um, you know what? You know what? You can even go back. Let's go back one further. Okay. Let's go, let's go back to his OCs at LSU because he's only got one. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Bo Fisher. He spent his entire life trying to rekindle what he had with Jimbo Fisher. Yeah. Haven't we? Isn't that true of all of us? Chasing Jimbo. Chasing Jimbo. Because <laughs> you, know, you know who the first OC at Bama is, right? When he gets there. It's Major, who? Apple, it's Major Apple White. Oh, yeah. It's Major I Apple forgot White, about that. And then we get the Jim McElwain years. And then we get a couple years of Doug Nussmeyer, and then we get Kiffin, and for, you know, six weeks, Sarkeesian. Um, it's an interesting troubled boys club, with the exception of Jim <laughs> McElwain. Like, well, yeah, I mean, with the exception of Jimbo. But uh, look at it this way. does it, it? There's absolutely no pattern we can pick out of this, right? None. We can't no. say, oh, this is definitely what Alabama's going to do. Well, you can see the break. You can see the point when, is this what we want football to be? Became like, uh, this well, is what I fo- guess this so. Is what football I is. guess if you really want to do this, I'll do this. And now we might be on the verge of, actually, the answer is no. We don't want football to be this. And you can't say I didn't try. I, I, listen, we played. we played your game. <laughs> we beat you with your game and I don't like it. Uh, all right. I, I won a title playing football your way. All right. All right. Now we're done with it. Like, I don't wonder how bored he is at this point and if he'll do something just to, just to please his own sort of ideological leanings football wise. Like he'll just say, yeah, you know what? We'll screw it. We're, we're going to 1983 NFL offense. I don't care. My players are so good, we could do it, which is actually probably true. Like, they could probably win running the most conservative first kind of D play action. Like, they could run, like, 
they could run your Tech Mobile play. They really it could. Is, who's the worst OC Bama could win the SEC with? Oh, boy. Oh, I just, we go go real low. Real, real. Scott Leffler. Yeah, absolutely. Could do it. And we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of that experiment. <laughs> Sorry, I grabbed, I, I grabbed the turkeys. No, nah, you, you, you nip in the bud. I got the big the biggest item I could find on this particular supermarket sweep. <laughs> you spin it down the wine aisle with your arm out. <laughs> My, myself a big old got myself a big old 1.5 liter bottle of barefoot Scott Leffler. We got a magnum Screwed of right ass. We got a magnum of offensive ass here. But yeah, I don't that, that, that like doesn't matter. I don't think it really matters what he decides as long as they keep recruiting. Right? Also, there's it, it, this Another thing people need to remember about Alabama, if this is actual and factual, um, they don't have just like an offensive coordinator. They just have a vast staff, right? Like someone joked that they could hire Charlie Weiss, right? Yeah. They could. They, they really yeah. could. Charlie Weiss provided or, or Chip Kelly. Okay, that's funny. Ha ha. You could hire one of those guys. Uh, they're going to have like a support staff that's bigger than any in college football. They're going to have like this gigantic set of consultants and, you know, paid and unpaid assistants behind them doing a lot of the work. You might have like, I don't know, three different offensive lines. They've got like this vast brain trust that sort of spits out whatever the game plan is going to be. And yeah, the offensive coordinator sort of constructs and maps all that, but they're not working alone. Yeah, I mean, their offensive coaching staff this offseason has lost three former head coaches in Kevin Sark and Crystal Ball to Oregon. But And there's still another one. There's still to, Mike Loxley. Came to Mike Loxley, that's right. When, <laughs> when the Lord closes the door, he punches a window. He punches the window right down. Uh, for those listening, I'm familiar with it. Allegedly. Uh, my- Mike Mike Loxley allegedly uh, punched an assistant of his. And if you want to talk about ideal offense, punching a window probably sums it up. Mm, I don't know. That's that's awfully aggressive. <laughs> Maybe yeah, leaning into a window. <laughs> yeah, you know, just sort of slowly crushing it. That would actually totally... it's probably like just holding the window shut, but and I, staring I... staring at you from inside of it. But I think Jason raises a good point that Bama, right? You know, Bama has found success by finding by sort of picking head coaches off the scrap heap and putting them into the coaching staff in one form or another. There is nothing that proves. Job titles mean nothing more than who Bama hires for what position. And I am thinking of one particular coach who I think needs to be a part of what's going on in Tuscaloosa. And that coach is Tommy Tuberville. Agree. Agree. Been saying that for for, for a decade now. Bama needs Tuberville. <laughs> Call in the plays on offense. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't even give him a job. I just. I just put him in the. Put him in the Slit polo him. and just bring him out for Iron Bowl. That's it. Against his son. <laughs> sorry, sorry, son. <laughs> sorry, son. Your tuition don't pay itself. They'd, uh, they'd, they'd, they'd have to drag me away from the University <laughs> of Alabama with a forklift. I don't. Forklifts don't drag, but you know what I mean. That's why it's hard. God, that'd be. That'd That's how so, hard it is. That'd be that'd be so sad. Although, really, like like if you think of the parallel for Tuberville, he could pull that off because Tuberville oh. will end up coaching everywhere, doing everything, and having every style of football, right? A hundred percent. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I do. We think that Saban like freaked out and had like a palace intrigue kind of moment when he was like, "Oh, all these head coaches on my staff are trying to usurp me. That's... I got to purge purge the staff of all of them." And that's the Game of Thrones right there. <laughs> yep. And there's a dragon. <laughs> dragon. Can we not does that talk... show have dragons? Yeah, it does. Can we not talk about <laughs> Alabama anymore? I thought, yeah. that was, uh, oh, uh, I thought that was a joke. I thought I was making fun of that show by saying it has dragons, but it really has dragons. <laughs> yeah. No, man. That's, like, that's when I was out. Hey, so is the state of Alabama. It's fine. Alabama, you know. Alabama's got dragons. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, I was talking about UAB, but I think you're talking about the clan, so we can move on. 
you know, the, the, the term, the term applies to a lot of things in Alabama, I was going to say, but you know, if, if you want to just want to drag the punchline out and set it on That's fire, right. there, there you go. That's right. This is the bad podcast. You will listen to all of it. Um, we don't really have a whole lot other, I mean, Baylor had a strength coach arrested for soliciting prostitution, but you know, that happened too. Yeah. That's, that's about it. But, leisurely walk through the offseason and we are but a few steps into it so i think now is the time when we should perhaps answer a few reader questions we, it's we question a, time we have a good selection of them by the way like Let's not see. bad at all but yeah yeah uh i, I got a starting group here but anyway. um I, I i have one i would like to kick off with please hmm to give you an idea of, of how this person feels about things uh, from, from Isaac who goes by the tag fire Jim Mora on Twitter, <laughs> by the way, not an old Falcons fan. This is obviously a UCLA fan. What's the worst purchase renewing my UCLA season tickets or getting a CrossFit membership? I will tell you, Jason has already answered this on Twitter. His answer was LOL. Jesus. <laughs> I, I, because usually when people ask us questions like this, it's pretty obvious. And it's like, even, you know, we could just say, you know what the answer is. But here it's like, I, I fuck, I don't know. Those so, are, I don't know so, what's worse here. So if you, if you buy UCLA season tickets this year, um, here's how you get to see. Because I think it's important to think of this sort of the way people buy season tickets for bad baseball or basketball teams where it's less about, I support the Brooklyn Nets and more about like, Hey, this way I can see Kevin Durant play. That's fun. Um, you will get to see Texas A&M, Hawaii, Colorado, Oregon. Um, confu- I, I think this is wrong. It says at Washington, but it says it's being played at the Rose bowl, which I hope is like some hilarious contractual fuck up. Uh, Arizona State and Cal. That's pretty good. That seems not bad. I mean, I don't think I would go to all of those games, but I would probably go to half of them. Yeah, yeah. That's only uh, like 48 hours worth of traffic to the Rose Bowl combined. <laughs> I um, would also I would also ask this question. Will UCLA destroy a uh, major joint of yours? In the process of their season. Probably not. Perhaps. Perhaps. I mean, perhaps. Perhaps. Right? Especially if you're playing quarterback behind that offensive line. However, you're not playing quarterback. So I'm just going to say the long-term cost of getting that UCLA season ticket versus getting a CrossFit membership. However, injuries you sustain as a result of attempting to enjoy UCLA football, you will not be able to sue anyone over. That's true. And you don't really get to brag about it. Um, yeah. Cross, you know, we, we bag on CrossFit plenty here, but it does seem to have a pretty like collegial camaraderie filled structure. Um, mm, that's based, definitely something lacking from UCLA. Based, fandom. based on my, based on my experience with UCLA. Uh, yeah, not, not a lot. CrossFit yes. people do seem happier it, far prouder about their purchase than UCLA fans do. So I, I think, mean, I, I think I've been I, UCLA here. I, I've been convinced by the way, I, I, I think you're right. I think renewing your UCLA season tickets is the, the worst decision. Go get that CrossFit membership. Y'all let's, let's see what your friend time is. Please do not sue. Please do not sue us. Do not sue us. This is not Ryan legal. said it. He's, he's a lawyer. That's right. That's true. That's binding. Um, I have a question from Ethan uh, Hammerman at Ethan ham. Today is my birthday. How can UConn go to a real conference? Um, happy birthday. I'm not sure that these two are related. Happy birthday. I didn't hear the rest of that. Happy birthday. Um, how can UConn go to a real conference? Well, here's what you do. Um, you go back in time to when everyone just sort of agreed the Big East was a power conference. Right. Um, because the ACC was bad. Here's here's the Next best question. I can here's the best I can come up with. All right. So part of what's going on with our political climate involves the state of California. No state is more like come come fucking fight us right now regarding our current uh, commander in chief than California. So it's possible, although extremely unlikely, that there is a scenario in which California is no longer 
one of these United States. And if that happens, yeah. we if lose... that happens, if that happens by y'all, <laughs> if, that, if that happens, we lose, we lose four power five schools, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and one third of this podcast minimum. <laughs> and so UConn to the PAC 12. So UConn yeah. to the PAC 12, because at that point, the PAC 12 is going to have to act quickly and it's not going to have a lot of choices, especially because a lot of the schools that are usually angling for this, like Cincinnati, um, or insert or Memphis, um, they may not be super eager to be that close to uh, war war torn California. But UConn, I mean, is not stores, so <laughs> wars over stores. That's what I've always said. Um, I have my strategy for getting UConn in a major conference: apply under the name University of Texas. See who calls you. <laughs> oh, that's slick. That's, that's slick, right there. Texas is my middle name. Yeah, I'm Yukon Tex. Uh, the, the, the Bush family, they're from they're from uh, Connecticut. So uh, work, sure. work, that, work that favor. They're yeah, super Texas. Maine, whatever. Yeah. I don't fucking know. It's, it's all, all the one same. state. It's all, one, state, it's, all one, way. it's all one lumpy state. Fuck that entire state. <laughs> <I'm> agreed. <laughs> Jason, you've you've really dealt with this pretty well. I am I am in retrospect, I wish we had forced Godfrey to come on the podcast today, and I wish we had lied to him and said, "No, you know, we're, you know, it's just the full cast, so we're just going to talk about, you know, Bama and recruiting and blah blah blah," and then just been like, "Oh boy, twenty-eight to three. I think he would leave. <laughs> I think is what he would do. And but I don't mean the podcast, maybe probably the company. Like walk about, oh. like oh, I th- just I think he'd just walk and just keep going. Yeah. We all grieve in our own ways. Um, I don't know whose is the healthiest. Uh, probably, probably yours. Yeah, you're, you're by far the most sane member of this podcast. You're, I mean, you, you are not the one. You are not the uh, coworker of ours who said, "I'm lying on the floor of an airport. Will someone please come kill me?" Well, listen, I'm on my back porch right now, my, uh, aka the booth. And just a few steps away is where I was laying prone <laughs> an hour after that game. Um, I, I blogged about it this morning, and I felt a lot better. So my strategy was to immediately seek the absolute bottom right? and then build back up. And sure. by now, I, I feel fine. You tanked, basically. I, if, you, if you don't do that, you'll never recover. Just You, you got to emotionally tank. Just plunge as hard as you can <laughs> and then try to reassemble your life <laughs> in some it way al- now it's also not a fair comparison because godfrey went to the game and you you merely watched it on television it would have been much yeah. worse in person yeah yeah i yeah that's very true that's very true and i mean i yeah but i i, 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 I you're I, actually by the way like i'm i'm generally the member here with the most I think unrecoverable life experiences that I've somehow managed to save, right? Like yeah. the most times piled into a wall. Correct? Sure. Yeah. 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 So I'm kind of shocked that in the lexicon of how to recover from X, I don't have this. Like this is unprecedented. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I have no advice for anyone in this situation. If your team does that. Yeah. Because my yeah. my team, that's... when we lose, we just I don't know, man. We just lose. <laughs> it just sucks. No, that's not that's not entirely true. Because I was I was talking to another one of our colleagues about this, and I was at the Florida Miami game where Miami blew, uh, where Florida rather blew a three touchdown lo- lead on the road against Brock Berlin, and that shit sucked. The problem was that was like week four of a Ron Zook season. It was not the Super Bowl, so it was not the same. Um, yeah, I know Fuck. that was. I mean, we knew that was coming too, because like the Ron Zook thing, you'd go, uh, "This team, I don't know. This is." So I, I remember watching that, and after like Miami scored twice, I was like, "Oh, this is over." Well, and it's also college where it's sort of like, "Oh yeah, the record for biggest lead overcomes probably sixty or something." None yeah, of this shit exactly. Makes sense. All yeah, this shit that's is the thing. Yeah, and see, in college, you look up, you see a twenty-five point lead, and it's like, "Oh shit, we gotta keep scoring." 
Yeah. In the NFL, you see a three-point lead, and it's like, whoa, time peck, to shut peck, it down here. Spark the bus. Spark the bus. You see a nine-point lead in the NFL, and whoa there. It's time to start punting. Get the tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what was the biggest comeback in college that you can remember? Because, I, I mean, I have, I have the record. And it, it was, um, there was, was it, let's see, there was Michigan State, Northwestern, we uh, Texas Tech, to, Minnesota. I was talking to Dan about the uh, Oregon, Oregon TCU bowl game. Uh, what is yeah. the record? What's the record, though? Well, the, the TCU, you mentioned the tie. There's a tie for the biggest comeback. Those are the two, the two biggest bowl, bowl comebacks. Bowl comebacks, right? Um TCU Oregon in the 2016 Alamo Bowl. Again, that would be TCU against Dan Rubenstein's and Oregon Ducks. 31 points, was it? 31. That'd be that'd be 31 points. There, 31 points in 30 minutes for yeah. the Valero Alamo Bowl title. Yeah, correct. The other 31 point comeback would be Texas Tech versus Minnesota in the 2006 Insight Bowl, a mm. game I remember watching and thinking. Hmm, this feels like the biggest comeback I've ever seen. Right. Because dear reader, it was uh it was 35 to 7. 35 to 7 at the half. And Texas Tech scored 24 points in the fourth quarter. <laughs> also, um uh let's never forget what Cam Newton did to Alabama. Mm. Oh yeah, that that happened too. I do like any game by the way. I'm looking at this entry for this and there are the entries under the the Minnesota section. Okay, there's there's first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, overtime, and then a whole section called aftermath. <laughs> <laughs> That's always good. I okay, okay, but the Wikipedia entry for the actual uh, biggest comeback in FBS history has a better structure because it is first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, fallout. Ooh. <laughs> Whew. And, oh. and that would be, and that would be, um, that would be when Michigan State scored thirty-eight unanswered points to uh, to beat Northwestern after falling behind thirty-eight-three with ten minutes to go in the third quarter. <whistles> yeah, that's um, that's great. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna be like, oh man, poor. No, that's awesome. You're going to blow it, son. Blow it big. So what we're trying to say is that uh, what the Falcons did, it would have been a big deal in college football, in case you're wondering, <laughs> oh, what's the, like, what's the scale we're dealing with here? Like, oh, surely a college team's blown a lead bigger than that. <laughs> not much, homie. <laughs> <laughs> and not with uh, anything approaching stakes. Yeah, not, with, not, in, not in a championship game. Not in, not in a game that mattered. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, a, yeah, this is a Big Ten game between... Uh, two teams that between them had five wins. So this was I, I in my post today. I tried to find the college uh, equivalent, and I mean, Bama Clemson is like half of this, right? Half. <laughs> um, and you know, otherwise there's just nothing. Like Oregon, I, I I found I kept coming back to Oregon losing Dennis Dixon, Oregon losing to Michael Dyer, who is down. Um, and Oregon having no other titles, I kept and the Alamo Bowl. I kept finding myself sympathizing with Oregon. So me and Dan, we need to huddle up and talk about some things. But everybody yeah. else, fuck them. I mean, uh, the the choke doke is kind of close to this, I guess. It ends in yeah, a tie, but then in a tie. Yeah, and then Florida, and then Florida State wins it in the Super Bowl. So <laughs> you know what? You know what? We just talk about next year. That's right. That's all. That's right. Uh, the the question I would like to answer is from Patrick D. Walters, who asks, given Sark's brief stay at Bama, what's the least amount of time you've held a job? <laughs> I um I can go first. I uh, worked at Walmart for one day. Okay. In, um, in, what what in, position in, did you hold? In Arizona, I was a stock boy for one day. And we moved out of Arizona the next day because it was time to leave Arizona. Wait. And that's all I can say at this time. Okay. All right. That's fine. Yep. So, yep. All right. Cool. 
That's amazing. Yeah, my uh, my Arizona <laughs> license was suspended, um, and it was time to drive cross country. Listen, I was before I had a child, I was the dumbest human in the world, <laughs> as all of my previous statements are affirming. Um, I would I would claim the job. Uh, I was a valet for about two hours once. And I think it was a misunderstanding between uh, the head valet and myself. I went to take a car, and I parked the car, and I came back, and I said, ah, this isn't bad. And the guy goes, yeah, you know, you can go home. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) You got got let go. (laughs) And I did, and I was like, okay, cool. And then uh, I called the guy back the next day, and I was like, okay, cool, you know, guys doing that again this weekend because that seems pretty cool and he's like yeah yeah i'll call you they never called i don't even to. know if it was a, i don't even know if it was a firing it was just like <laughs> like there, there wasn't even a hiring process it was more like you know i phased into being a valet for two hours and then just kind of phased out i was like the quantum valet i feel yeah i feel like if you went back to that site the next day it would be like buddy this has been a forest for 30 years <laughs> nah i think you could roll up tomorrow and say, I want my spot back. And they say, we've been waiting for you, sir. You owe me back yeah, pay no. with interest. I think everyone involved in the entire operation, from my connect to the head valet to myself, everyone was really high. So I think that's kind of like, does he work here? I don't know. What do you mean work? Does anyone, there work, even cars? Does anyone work anywhere, man? Um, or like sliding around Matchbox cars. I so I, I wouldn't even say a full day. That was like a night. I worked like two hours. I want to use that to pivot to this from young Kurt Rambus at illegal screens. Can we get your way too early? This coach is getting his ass fired rankings. Mm. Butch Jones. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Butch, Butch is in the lead, right? He's got to be at the hot. I mean, he's got the kiss of death just showed up today. So <laughs> the sloppy kiss it. Do the voice. Hit him with the voice. Uh, hey buddy, just here to help you pack your things. What do you mean? No, it's just good to be prepared, I find. You know, I carry packing tape everywhere. Use it to clean up too. Because he moves a lot. Uh I think yeah, he's he's definitely in there. Like he's at the one spot, right? <laughs> uh, man. You know what? Like people have given him the benefit of the doubt because of some of the stuff that happened this off season, but uh, whew, Gus Mel's on. That could that could get infernal real quick. This was th- this past season was supposed to be the SEC bloodbath year. Might be this year because uh, I mean Kevin Sumlin's kind of got to prove some things after four straight collapses, I believe. I mean, what's, uh, it, can, can I just let's be very Brett frank? Bielema hasn't proved anything really. Here, all right, yeah. here's here's all I'm gonna say. Q Freeze right? might get show caused. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna lean on the power of the internet, and at least when I Google Notre Dame football, the first story that results is from Sports Illustrated. It is a picture of Tom Herman, and it says, Notre Dame football, Brian Kelly looks to new staff to save job. Hmm. Well, I think I see your uh, problem, Coach Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I will, I, like, look at it this way. Mm-hmm. Man, the, the SEC West, when you go up and down, like, tell me, tell me, other, than, tell me other than Nick Saban and Dan Mullen. Like, like who... <laughs> Rock who, solid, Dan Mullen. <laughs> that's that's where we're at. You're like, well, who's who's safe? And you're like, mm, how about the dependable and venerable Dan Mullen, <laughs> Lord of Starkville, Dan Mullen? You know, like that's about it. Because everybody else, I mean, even even Coach L, like, what if they go like four and four and eight? What? What? Are? You don't think you don't think Coach O is fireable? Oh Ooh, man. man, he's so fireable. Recruiting is not going all that well right now for LSU. I mean, they just signed a really good class, but you know, they, there's uh, there's 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 internal drama in the state. Yeah, no, up and down. And Hugh Freeze, like I think Hugh Freeze, people already think he's dead. Like not, uh, no, not even, not even <laughs> literally. Fired. No, and I think people in Mississippi are like, I don't know him. Who? <laughs> he's, been, he's he's been dead sixteen years. 
he owed me money. Like, that's how gone Hugh Freeze is at this point, given what the NCAA might do to them or might rumored was rumored to be doing to them. Like, it's it's bad. And Bielema, I like, in all of this, I could see, like, three guys getting fired and Bielema skating because they're like, I don't know, it's unstable out there, guys. <laughs> but <laughs> let's just, just ride this thing out. Let's just let the big fella cook. And he's like standing right there, literally cooking. Like, you guys want burgers? Yeah, you just hop, you just hop on this human can-am, all right? It can't tip over. That's the power of three wheels. Listen, fellas, when things get rocky, what I what I like to do is uh, eat some nachos. <laughs> five pounds of nachos. Big feed bag. Uh, I'll also put Jim Moore up there, man. Jim Moore is, uh, man, it's not, it's not good. It's not good. There's not a lot of love lost right there. Jim Moore, if you don't know, uh, he's he's one of those dog breeds that when when they become upset, they become unbearable, right? Like a corgi. Yes, yes, like spite shitting. Oh yeah, it's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, unproductive spite shitting going on there. So my uh, favorite but- moment on signing day was when <laughs> he called in. To ESPN, whichever, and immediately, Josh Rosen only played five games. <laughs> the first thing he said, <laughs> like it, it talked even Hugh Freeze on the wait. Don't you know you're, this is signing day? You're just supposed to be. Now he went maximum Jim Mora immediately, <laughs> and I'll, I'll miss him when he goes to be like the Ram special teams coach or whatever. Yeah, lo- special, special teams consultant. <laughs> He's not getting would... full benefits. No, you don't. You don't get the. You don't get the big job. It's like that. I mean, I don't even know if you put Brian Kelly on a hot seat because you're just like, I don't know, man. Why wouldn't you fire him? Like, even if Brian Kelly wins eleven games, you're like, man, sure, fire him. That's yeah. yeah why not? It, I get that. It actually has gone. It maybe it's gone so far that it's like, well, if you didn't fire him for four and eight, really, what's the like? What can you fire him for? True. That's true. <laughs> and I mean. If you Notre Dame, the smart thing to do is probably to just wait around till he has a ten win season, and then the NFL will take him. Because mm-hmm. then you gotta, no, gotta pay a buyout. Then no, wait, stay. Just wait. We, no, please, we want you. Yeah, to, coach, oh, we love but, you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we it's just keep saying that you're ex- contract, but not actually add years. We have extended Brian Kelly through the 2017 season. He is. Like, Where were all those years go? I, I don't, he has been. He has been at Notre Dame so long, so long. Man, it's it's depressing. Please give me another question. Hello. Oh, good. It's happening again. Yeah. Gentle Hello. listener, this is what happens. It's you. It's so, it. Yeah, you it's him. This, it's him this time. Oh, oh, you don't understand. Up. You don't understand. On my end, it's you. And I do all the recording. So you're the ones that sound like idiots. Wow. You got the receipts. <laughs> you got the receipts. You burnt. We, we need to record our own versions, and then we'll have secret tapes like Tupac. Yeah, this is the yeah, we could just, you know, we could fake news it. We could be like, listen, you don't talk about all the good times. You don't talk about all the times the shutdown full cast is I almost have coherent. A list 78 times you misrecorded my statements, Ryan. Um, I, yeah, let's, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean into this. Um, we're we're going to answer a weird question here. It's from Devin Craig. You'll see why it is. He's got at, he's at the aggro Craig. <laughs> Talk a little bit about college basketball. I, I can't. <laughs> um, Florida Florida kicked the shit out of Kentucky, so that was fun. I didn't watch it, but I know it happened. Uh, Northwestern's probably going to make the NCAA tournament, which they've never done. Duke cheats a lot. Duke cheats a lot. I, don't, I mean, that. I realize that's kind of doesn't really show that I know anything about this particular season, but I have gathered that they are cheating especially a lot this year. Um, oh, here's all right. Here's one college basketball thing we can talk about. So the for a little background that everybody already knows, the college football playoff committee releases its ranking starting when like week 10 or so, right? Is yeah. Mid right? like, yeah, it's, it's about six weeks out. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
and and they do two. This is confusing for two reasons. Just from a what is the college football committee's playoff committee's actual job? Because a their job is to pick the teams that make the college football playoff and some other things with New Year's Six games. Um, and B, it's to do that at the end of the season. There is no like, you know, book it now uh, advantage where you can sort of lock in your ranking or something like that. So the fact that they do it early is confusing because there's no like technical need for them to do that. But the real reason they do it is because it's television and it gives ESPN one more thing to show in the middle of the week and it gives columnists one more thing to fight about and it gives us more reasons to have you click on our website. So yes, everybody's kind of happy with it. Um, but it is superfluous. Like if the college football committee just said, hey, we're just giving you the top 10, that would be a reasonable thing for them to do, right? Um, college basketball is doing a similar thing. But it's even more confusing because uh, they're going to be doing a TV show where uh, they announce their top 25 for a tournament that has, what What are we up to now, 68 teams? 66, yeah. something like I that? Think, I, th- I think it's 68. 87. Um, 87 teams. Um, they're going to start doing that, like, like now, right? Like, like very soon. <laughs> like next week or something. Like, like very soon. It's, and it's especially confusing because, you know, the the playoff committee has full power to say you're in, you're out. There are no automatic bids, and this is something Penn State learned the hard way this year. It didn't matter that they won the Big Ten title. That 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 was not enough. If you win your conference tournament, you get in the tournament. That's it. You don't have to make an argument otherwise. You don't ha- like you just get a spot. The other confusing thing is if you're not in the top 25, there is that's still plenty. There are still plenty of spots to do, to get in. But gotta have TV, man. Gotta have more sports TV. Please subscribe to sports TV. It's dying, and it needs you to believe. Clap if you believe in sports television. Please clap. Oh, yeah, woo! Please clap. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's fine. It's it's so stupid. Oh, it's, but it's I think it's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's just hilariously stupid because I'm, who, it's, why would it's, you care? Why? I mean, especially in college basketball. I mean, I get why they're doing it. They want you to care about college basketball before it gets to the conference tournaments in March Madness. But like, that's not going to happen because all that matters are the conference tournaments in March Madness. Hey, you, college basketball for me is basically sports Pokemon. Where there's a zillion teams, right? Like a zillion different creatures that I would assume aren't very powerful. Like Kansas is good and Kentucky are good in basketball, right? And when you see a Pokemon, they're like, it's only 11 inches tall, but it's insanely powerful. That if you're a football fan, if you know, if you're like, I play Kentucky, you're like, <laughs> sure, I can fight that. <laughs> no, you cannot. It turns out it's insanely strong. It has many different tricks. Play running from three. Like that's that's college basketball. There are so many names and so many obscure characters and so many different variations thereof within uh, the construct of individual teams that I'm not, I, I don't know. I, I You know, they change constantly, right? And frankly, the one and done rule, the one and done rule is great for labor mobility. I think it's the fair thing to do. Um, it, it makes teams really hard to track. Like college basket, college football recruiting, it can get kind of arcane. College basketball recruiting, oh god. Well, it's it's I, especially true because the one and done rule also has the effect. Like, imagine that every college football team started every year with a brand new quarterback, and like this is a quarterback <laughs> who had never played college football. Like, if we oh, just did so- it for just this position, and we get th- here's what happened: we get through the first month of the season and some teams we would think were really good and some teams would be like man they just don't have it together because of the quarterback but what's actually happening in the in that first month is some of the quarterbacks are figuring the system out and learning the timing and developing you know comfort with the offense and some are just getting lucky and by the end of the season who's good and who's bad would look very different because that growth process is all occurring in real time it's not like guys have two, three years to develop and learn what they're doing. 
And that's what happens in the college basketball season. So you're saying every team would look like Florida. Every team would look like Florida. Florida, as far as the eye can see. Doesn't that sound wonderful? Um, speaking of Pokemon, I'm going to go uh, Wisconsin basketball. That would be Geodude. Just, it's just a large rock. <laughs> it just That's how fast it moves. I want to I sit on you. I want to sit on you. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Oh God. Um, so yeah, that's, I don't understand college basketball. I don't, frankly, I think people who are super into it, I don't, they're not, we don't speak words for the same reason. They don't mean the same things when they come out of our mouth. Uh, it's not a bad thing. It's just, it's just the way it is, man. It's, it's, it's a wall of communication that neither of us can breach. <clears throat> yeah. Guess we're done. We, we ended on college basketball. That's be, wild. We, we can be done. I am still recording, and I'm still including all of this. Huh. Mm-hmm. So, the, the, so the folks are going to get to listen to a debate on whether we're done or not. Yeah, I this think that's better than listen. the better than the debate the the fat cats on Capitol Hill are having on CNN right now. I bet. I mean, I, I can't. You know, I, I I thought you, I thought everyone you, was making that up, but they really mean, are. I, I'm I'm calling it the bronze medal game. I'm going to, you know what, speak of them fat cats, gonna end. we will end with one other question. Okay. One other question is, is quick. Uh, it's from uh, Go Big Rev, longtime EDSBS, or at Scott Allen Johnson, who I believe is an actual member of the clergy. Why you are still listening or reading any of us after 11 years of our violent anti-Christian rhetoric, I'll never know. That's a joke, by the way. We just have a commenter who insists that we make fun of anything religious, which we we kind of do, but we make fun of everything. Um, we make fun of it lovingly. What's your first executive order as president of college football? And who will protest the loudest? Uh, uh, my first executive order uh, is this. I'm just I'm banning anything with a foot. We're not kicking off. We're not punting. We're not, uh, we're not even kicking field goals. Okay. So the Big Ten. Yeah. Big Ten. Y'all going y'all to hate this. So will so will I mean especially Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer's like mm, yeah you know kick game kick game super important. No, it isn't Urban. Everyone hates it. Stop. We're just we're just going for t- we're just going for touchdowns. All tutties, as Penn State would say, they'd be fine with it given their current alignment. So yeah, anything anything with a kick game. No game will ever end on a field goal ever again. Which again, Alabama fans behind me. Um, <clears throat> I am adding. Fuck it. Yep. You can you can throw the ball once forward past the line of scrimmage. <laughs> <laughs> We're going even, full like what? this is like a step beyond rugby. That's right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like even even if you've already you've uh, you know, you've you caught that receiver perfectly on that slant. He's running with the ball. If he wants to, yep, he can throw another forward pass. This Fuck is it. beyond mutant league football. This is like <laughs> that caveman football arcade game. Y'all remember that one? Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> it's just gonna make people so angry. Like everyone's gonna hate it and love it. That's why. That's why I'm instituting well, it. Because because here's why. Here's why I'm instituting it. Hail Marys, by and large, in, in college football, are less interesting as a category because the quarterbacks don't you know are not as strong as they would be at the NFL level. Um, but if you could just do this, if you could say, well, yeah, we can just throw it 40 yards and then throw another pass. Perfect. Just per- it, it fucks up everything at the end of a game. And that's what I'm here for. I think the people maddest about this are Bama fans because they'll just tell you Auburn's been doing this during Malzahn's entire time there anyway. And they'll have screenshots showing like, <laughs> <laughs> threw the ball goddamn seven yards down the field. He's six inches over the line here. Look at that. Offensive lineman already in the end zone. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna go. Uh, there is no more Friday night college football. I realize this has just made me um, the Big Ten commissioner. I, yeah, I realize it just an, pulled a you're, coup. You're an Iowa state senator now. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> and I've just pissed off the Mountain West. But so, fuck, no, 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 fucking nobody wants to watch 
goddamn Boston College on a Friday night. Nobody wants to watch San Jose State or SMU or Baylor or any of these Friday-ass teams on a Friday night. We've got a long day ahead of us. We just had to watch the ACC's interesting punts on Thursday night. We've probably had to put up with Tuesday and Wednesday night football. Just let us have one night off. Let that night be Friday. Either that or like just make sure the game is fucking fire. Like only like which teams are allowed to play on Friday? Cal, Cal, if you want to kick off at 5 p.m. Eastern, you can mm-hmm. play on Friday yep. against yourself. That's it. Cal versus Cal. Cal, Cal welcome to, welcome Cal's to Friday night Cal every Friday afternoon. Friday, Friday morning Cal scrimmage. That's welcome, it. Welcome to the Cal brunch scrimmage. <laughs> Cal brunch brawl. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.